I, I, I want to tell you guys this as we start the show off today. I don't know if anybody's uh, has anybody checked on Charlie Sheen lately. He's still I alive. Heard, right? I haven't heard about him in a while. Well, well, I, it, well it, he's got the hip, right? I, I think so, but he's also got tiger blood and like probably he's probably got enough cocaine to power Peru running through his mm. tissues at least. But I thought about Charlie Sheen yesterday because I literally saw their cloud formations I never saw as a child, honestly, but they literally look like three huge coke lines like in the sky like a like just perfectly horizontal it looked like the blue angels got Those out there tails. and just like put out some they're what trump tails kim trump trails, trails. <laughs> let's trump call trails. let's call them that trump trails fuck they were trump trails that's saying trump does coke they're sheen First trails trim kills but they're trim kills yeah kim trail mix but i mean they look like they look like cocaine mixed with marshmallows like if charlie sheen in his normal, regular Coke, what do you call it, uh, regimen, mm. collided with, like, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Yeah. This would be the level of, like, this This is the amount of cocaine he's going to be doing for the first 20,000 years after he's dead. He could be completely clean now. We have no idea. Dude, these heard. were huge, yeah. perfectly parallel clouds in the sky, which I know people are like, man, yeah. those are condensation trails. It's not, it's not, Really? Really? Mm. Condensation. Okay. Well, they look like a lot of cocaine in the sky, and I kept waiting for it to fall to the earth. And I think you may have a problem. You think? Yeah, possible. I mean, I, never, I haven't done cocaine, dude. I mean, mm. but I mean, I just see those, I see those cloud formations. <gasps> They're covered. <laughs> I see Russell's clumsiness, and I realize. They're covered. I realize he's projecting when he says that I have a problem. Yes. Probably, which is totally healthy. That's what I don't have do. the show. Yeah. That's what we do in the basement here. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to the Metal Nerdery Podcast with oh, we didn't have zero a anesthesia. We, we do. There. He's getting on it. I'm just killing time until then. Got the billium. That's me. Uncorking. Oh, we got the Russell. Hey. Patiently waiting. And we got the Wheeler reaching across the table. Hey. Finally, no more itchy eyeball syndrome. I don't know what it was, man. I didn't touch my dick once. <laughs> It's like a tall boy Red Bull hanging down there. Like <laughs> <laughs> a tube of tennis balls, four pack hanging actually, down there. Actually, mine looks more like the shot glass, actually. But that's fair. Substantial. Like a deflated football hanging guess down there. It, it, hey, man, it gets a job done, you know what I mean? Uh, this episode's Clinky the Episode is brought to us by Sin Eater. Cinnamon yes. flavored whiskey. Yes, we're going to eat some sin yes, before we, we begin. Whiskey woman. Mm. See, that sounds like it was on the 19th Black Sabbath album. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, fellas. Warning. This show has been found to be extremely off-putting, irresponsible, and exhausting. Listener discretion is advised. Now, on the show that we were discussing, when they do a shot, they do the shot and all hit the table twice after the shot. Yeah. After the shot. After the shot. <coughs> all right. Well, here we are. Uh, after Christmas. Back. It's after Christmas. And it's we almost New Year's now. So how was your Christmas? Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Dude. I got all the things and everything. All the things and everything. Yeah. Oh, I got a, uh, I got an update to 
the uh, guitar I'm having painted. It's been going on a while. Is this the the old school Kramer? The red dress? The one I'm doing where it's a uh, telly body. It's like the Mick Mars Kramer Beretta with a telly body. But uh, so far, I'll show pictures. You can't see it on the the, uh, podcast. You got to use your mind, man. Use your imagination and hallucinate that shit when you're thinking about it. But uh, this fella is doing some cool shit to this guitar. Shit to... Hey, we said at the same time. Look at that's like textured shit. The smooth on when you it, touch it. You know it. what? It looks like Amazing. your guitar has uh, monkeypox. Look at it. Oh wow! Doesn't it? Or smooth. It's water drops on top. Gotcha. But if you touch it, it's completely Wait, smooth. See it again. It's silver and it's dry because it looks like a monkeypox guitar. If I'm being real, sides. it's not very nice. Uh, it's it, yeah. It's not meant to be exclusionary or. Uh, off so what he did on the sides there. Oh, cool, yeah. All right. Came on the sides. So what he says he's going to do between like a binding is a pearl. Oh, oh it's a binding, all right. And a, and a pearl. <laughs> he's going to do a pearl white <laughs> metallic on the top and bottom of the That'll sides. That'll be sharp. And then he's going to candy apple red over everything else. That'll look sharp oh, when it's yeah. done. I'm pretty damn stoked. No doubt. And I got the I got the pickup hole where it's, it'll be. Um, what pickup are you putting in it? That's a tough already. It's going to be direct set, though. Well, uh, okay, here's the question. Duncan, DeMarzio, or EMG? Probably a Duncan JB uh, Zebra. That's a solid choice. That, that's, that's the See way. Seymour Duncans are solid choices. I was a DeMarzio dude forever, but. If you can see the metal flake on that thing. It's oh, insane. for fucking AF. Okay, that's yeah. his paint sound. I was like, what the fuck is that noise? I thought it was the dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, <that's>, he's, <laughs> he owns a paint shop. They paint boats primarily, boats yeah. and motorcycles. And, uh, As opposed for, to years, and for years, he's been saying, Just uh, suicidal this one. dude's got, uh, it, I know four motorcycles that have been in Easy Rider magazine. One of them was a centerfold. So, I mean, he's badass. Oh, yeah. You, I remember we talked about that on one of the recent episodes. He's a great guy, Chris dude. Garrison. He owns a company here in Buford. Uh, oh, pardon me. Called CG Customs. And, um, well, Chris Garrison, CG. Uh, that, that makes way CG more sense. Customs. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, I just, I'm fanatical, man. I just, that's how I figure shit out. But for when I, going back 10 years ago when I had my restaurant, he would come in the restaurant. Um, Pasty Boys ASMR. Yeah. And uh, he was like, dude, I'm going to paint one of your guitars. Just find the guitar you want me to paint. I'm going to do it whether you like it or not. Man. <laughs> no, I wanted him. God dang it. But uh, I didn't want to paint any of uh, the guitars I owned, you know. So I was like, finally. I came up with the idea. I'm like, you know what? I got this old Kramer Beretta neck. And, you know, I'm never going to be able to. is a business. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to put that neck with the original body. So it's never going to be worth what it really should be. So, you know what? I'm going to let him paint the neck, paint the body. I bought a body the way I wanted it. It's going to have a, I think I'm going to put the Floyd uh, EVH. With you the, should, oh, with the drop D, the D tuner with, with the chrome. You totally do that. Chrome with the brass tuners on yeah. top of it. I was like, I'm, that's the way you I'm going to put a Floyd on it. See, now you'll basically have. It's like you'll be continuing. It's like a new life of that guitar. It's right. Like a, right. It's like fucking reincarnation, man. I Fuck. still have the original Schaller pickup that came with that Kramer Beretta. Now you need to drop that. You need to drop that Duncan in there. That's yeah. gonna make it Duncan oh, JB. Man, that's gonna oh, be hot as man. fuck, man. He's sexy in a two picker Tomcat. Man, Seymour Duncan pickups are sexy. Right. We we jammed the other night at, at Tommy's house. Yeah. Indeed. His amp, man. Killing it. Oh, oh man. PRS Archon 25 little nice. combo. 
It fucking sucks. Even crunch, man. Even Damn, Lee came in. Lee was like, man, that, that amp sounds really good. And it started off weird because I think we were both kind of out of tune with each other. So, like, we were playing the same. Like, I was playing the right positions, but he was playing the right chords. But it was like somehow we were still, like, ultra twanglified with our tuning. Once right. we got in tune, it was solid. The it's amazing how that works. It turned out to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's like initially, well, to be, in all fairness, I did have a CBD slash Delta 8 edible all uh, the way up there. Already. And, uh, by the way, in case anybody's wondering, those aren't like, oh, what does that do? Does that just make you like, oh, smile? No, it will floor your fucking It'll fuck ass. you up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm not much of a THC expert, and I've had one of those Delta 8 uh, gummies that was a high milligram. That I mean, I was paranoid. I, I was with a bunch of people. We're all eating barbecue, and I felt like everybody in the little New. circle was staring at me. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't feel paranoid, but I couldn't the remember. Almost here, man. No, it was, I thought they were making fun of me eating because it felt like everything I ate was just like going. Like, I couldn't remember. You know, I couldn't all remember over. songs because usually I'm fucking sharp and right on the edge, yeah, like yeah. pulling up a song, and we'd be playing. I'm like, I don't fucking know it. Mm. And I was like, dude, what is it? One o'clock in the morning? Or like, no, it's uh, it's five thirty. <laughs> like, you got here at three o'clock in the afternoon. It's fucking five thirty. I'm like, are you serious? I still get amplifier bone. Like, I would have really loved playing through his amp. I, I really do. I yeah, had crunch I, is so. It good, was twenty five watts, and I had it at halfway. Right. That's how loud it was. It was fucking yeah. loud as shit. Which but Tommy crunch, plays man. loud. Oh, yeah, Tommy's crunch, a loud drummer. The crunch, the yeah. PRS crunch, is very, very veggie significant oh yes nice if i run that yeah. through my mesa 212 it sounds even i think bigger that crunch if you can add some fuzz to it with yeah. that crunch fucking stoner metal it's called it's called one pedal away bro yeah, well my most recent do that my yes. most recent purchase is uh i bought the Podgo pedal now what is oh is that kind of like a, a pod xt well the helix line six style? the helix is like 1500 bucks yeah and about 90 percent of it i would never use right take a picture but the helix also has like the preamps and the cabinet models and all that well other the pago the pago does too but okay it does it, or is it big, more effects specific no the pot the, the thing with the helix is it requires so much dsp uh memory it requires right. so much fucking memory because you can have like four amps going at one fucking time. You gotta like download it to five computers to be able to do the fucking upgrade right. every quarter, whatever they put in the patches. Well, here's what I need. Okay, here's how I use mine. And I model the amp, right? Sorry, put, picture so, day. So I have thank you, sir. And I've got mine set up for it easy access to bass amps and guitar amps. Well, that's kind of a cool. And my option. primary guitar amps that I use are the JCM eight hundred hot rodded, like the uh, Slayer style, and yes. then um, and then a Mesa and a Soldano and a and then I have SVT for the bass amps, as you should. But I got them all right there. And the thing about this is touchscreen is fucking easy to use, and they use the exact same modeling as the Helix, which the Helix is for the guy. I don't know. Honestly, everybody in my band except me has a Helix like all the other guitar players. Well, you know how it is. Functionality-wise, it's like, all right, what things do you need it to do? And usually right. that's how they design all those things. With the problem with the Helix for me, it's like it would take me five years to learn everything. That Man, I had does. to get a fucking uh, undergrad from MIT right. just to be able to understand the fucking manual, dude. Right. right. That's so complicated. So with mine, I go into, I'm like, okay, I want that amp. 
And I want that stomp pedal, that stomp pedal, the wah-wah, and boom. Yeah, but then you get into, okay, where is it in the signal chain? Do you put it after the preamp right. or after the power amp? Do you want to do post-delay or pre-delay? It's like, Jesus Christ, man. I just want sound that sounds but killer. I'm telling you, they've got the modeling down in these things so much now. Oh, they're sick. I mean, it's like if we had these when we were teenagers. Yeah. We would probably never play shows because we'd be like, dude, how can we fucking, we got to put all the fucking effects in the song, bro. <laughs> but the but the coolest thing is, is I bought this. Run his vocals through it too, man. <laughs> right. I bought this killer fucking gator case. It's like a rolling gator um, suitcase. Like a road case? Or road like case. A, but it, but it's soft. It, it's uh, it's oh, like, a, like case. a suitcase. Indeed, yes. And it also has straps on it so you can carry it like a backpack. But like a rack mount kind of case. Right. Well, no, it's, Encasement. I put all my cords in there. I put my pedals in there, and, and that's my rig. Whether so like I'm, a suitcase almost. Yeah. Okay. Whether I'm playing guitar or playing bass, that's my rig. I pull my little pod go out. I've got my harmonizer for the vocal thing and all that stuff, and it's all Buzz right out. there. It all fits in that fucking case. It's so much easier than carrying those half stacks and shit. He pulls it out. Oh, yeah. He pulls it out, and it all fits Don't in. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing like the sound of a good Marshall half stack. True. Live, right? But, but practicality. This a, but this is a damn near second. I mean, honestly, if I record with this thing, you couldn't tell a difference. Yeah, but practicality no. and let, let's be honest, five years ago with the technology, you could you could hear a little bit of a difference. But now you probably couldn't a b it. Any mm. anybody, if somebody's maybe like a complete like Stephen Hawking level genius geek, where they could right. like, oh, that's that's a sampler. No, that's an actual amp. Right. Okay, on that level. They could probably figure it out, but the modeling is so good now. It's it like, is. holy shit. I mean, Brian Kane was one of the best ears as far as hearing tone, whether it was real or Memorex, you know. And uh, He was that dude? Yeah, he was He was really good at telling the difference between a real amp and a modeling amp on tape or on CD or, you know, listening to bands and stuff. I was thinking, I wonder how many people got the Memorex reference. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's some old smart, school man. shit. Yeah. yeah. Fucking young, but even he, even I talk to him now. Like the the newest stuff that's out there now, the modeling is just it's insane. I think and, if I was like a, a fucking rich person, I would have all the modeling shit, all the amps I could possibly stand. I get one of those Kemper sampling amps. Right. You've seen those, right? fractal because those yeah. things will fucking. Well, the fractals are crazy too, but yeah. like the Kempers will literally sample. You put it in front of another amp, and it'll fucking. Records Kravitz. the sound of the yeah, other end. And it yeah. fucking dials it in. So it's like, oh, I, can, nice. I can play that Archon in front of it and be like, Metal okay, Nerdy Gear Talk, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We're being nerds about gear, yeah. Well, we should get on with it because we got a lot to... Oh, it's picture day. A little picture time. Fucking hey, we should get... To, so we've had this Clinky's episode of the episode, which was Sin Eater. Yeah. And now... Billiam is looking at us intensely as we're getting ready to get into this episode's beer of the episode. Uh, all right. Well, uh, okay. this is a, I like this beer so much. I thought I'd bring another one over. This is the Still Fire Brewery out of Swanee. Still Fire, yeah. Fucking heartburn catching up. Oh, wow. And uh, this is our Cuban coffee stout. It is a delicious. Uh, what was this one? Seven point five, I think. Did we do this one before? Is this a? Is this it's a, a retreat? Encore? Yeah, it's an encore. encore. Seven point nine percent alcohol oh, vol- volume. Uh, cool album cover. We discussed it previously. Not going to go into it again. Just wanted to say, uh, hails to the Still Fire Brew. Looks like my ex girlfriend, man. It is definitely a Cuban coffee stout. It's a dark. Uh, and she definitely used teeth when she gave head. Oh boy. Sorry. <laughs> Ah, here we go. Let's hope this one doesn't come everywhere like the last one. Mm. No, 
This was good. <laughs> and the verdict. It tastes Very like coffee. Coffee-ish. Yeah. Coffee. Tastes which, like coffee. Which is good because I didn't talk. have as much coffee this morning as I normally do. So it's like now I'm more like stimulated and I feel Shitsy. like I got caffeine in my... Shut up, Russell. I'm just saying I feel like I got more caffeine in my system. I'm more caffeinated. Yeah, so... Hell, do so you still fire yeah. right here in Suwanee, Georgia? We yeah. love your little uh, brewery Fuck and your yeah. brewery uh, elixirs. We need to, we need to get them as a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe we should pop by there and pay my old visit there. Sure. Say, hey, I mean, we've been talking about you. Yeah, yeah. How about a free T-shirt and a beer? Yeah, I feel like you're all like, hey, Matt, go talk to those folks, man. See what they say. They, yeah. I think they do the comedy there. Uh, I think they do too. Yeah. You should go in there and offend everybody in the building. Is there anybody coming to uh, the 37 Main on the New Year's? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. You know what? Let me look it up. I appreciate you mentioning that because well, that'll, that'll take me into my Thursday night. We had the uh, Rock for Tots. Russell's Reflection. Thirsty night. Thirsty. Thirsty, Thirsty night. Yeah. It's ladies night. Two for one. <laughs> it's Thursday night. Every year at our local rock club. How much bush can you fuck on ladies night? <laughs> 37 Main has a, they call it Rock for Tots. It's a Toys for Tots event. Uh, admission is a to unwrapped toy. Whores get in free. And uh, <laughs> every year they do different things. <laughs> music, I mean, he hung out with them. But. Musically. And um, what they did this year, they had a cover band start the show with some musicians that I know. The good, oh, where they got the 31st. Is this uh, well, Buford we're like a or... Back. It just says Mud yeah, Donkey. It says Buford 37 Main. Mud Donkey? Never heard of them. That's what I call my horn, man. Departure's fantastic if you like Journey. I think I've seen them. They're really good. Here's uh, a question Is yeah. the singer uh, Asian or no? No, it's my friend Brian. More? Okay, so he's more like Steve Perry. Dude can sing then, heart. Is that racist to say that? No. And he can sing anything. Uh, I was going to say a dude that can sing heart, that's. He can pretty sing incredible. How Do I Get You Alone, and it sounds like the album. It's fucking see, amazing. See, if a guy sings that, it sounds rapey. But when a woman sings it, it's like, oh, my God, it's so passionate. And so anyway, back to what I was talking about, the the Rock yeah, for sorry. Tots. Uh, they had a cover band start off, play some pretty cool uh, kind of B-side covers. Except they did, uh, they had a female singer. She was really good. Female. They did some Skid Row. They did Youth Gone Wild, which was kind of cool to hear live. And uh, the guitar player shredded it. Uh, Seriously. My buddy Tony Baker is fucking machine. And um, His buddy is a machine guitar totally. machine he's good very oh. good guitars precise hey, you know what's kind of cool it's kind of a weird thing to mention but Russell for years tony's almost 60 dude is about your height and freaking ripped i mean great condition always yeah. has been in great condition what are you saying bill is you're terribly out of yeah, shape no. <laughs> but, but he dyed his hair he's like you but fucking ripped and no, really no. cool and awesome no i was gonna say about your height uh <laughs> But he's not a skinny little fuck like you. You're not skinny. It's like you, way better. No, my point behind all this, this dude's nearly 60, and he is... He's not like you. He's right. dyed his hair black for years, and nobody knew it. He's got hair, so... And you would never know he's 60. You think he is probably maybe 50. Right, because know? of the hair. Yeah. Is, he, is sure. he kind of young in his age, too, how he carries yeah, himself? Yeah, okay. and, it, and he's so a the energy shredding too. guitar player. You know, but he knows... He's been playing guitar for years, like... He can play all the Chet Atkins type stuff. You right. know, he's like that guitar. So player. he stayed with it. He's continued to rehearse and practice. He knows the theory. You know, I mean, he's like a, a guitar teacher could be. Dude, yeah. I know guitar math. That's what, that's 
what music well, his dad is. was a guitar player his uncle was a guitar player so it's player. in his blood yeah. he's right. a fucking right. he's a musician but, his mother was a mother but yeah. the first time I, I had ever seen him he hadn't dyed his hair and he's got this his hair's long he's got really long hair yeah. and it's silver as silver can be it's like but it pubes. looked fucking cool I'm like dude if I could have silver hair that looked that cool I'd All have right. silver fucking dude, hair dude I've showed you my pubes right no god I, <laughs> I mean it, god. I don't know if you noticed but god I mean the attic and the basement look exactly alike. Well, I mean, they're lit- they match. That's scary as fuck. But it's, a- it's actually salt and pepper. It's actually pepper terrifying, downstairs. is what it is. But um, no, I don't have any great pubes. I've so checked. anyway, this cover band—I <laughs> I can't remember exactly what they were called—but um, they had never played before together. Ever? So ever. that was like the first night yeah. ever. Tony, the sent, very first show. Tony sent the singer, and from my understanding, sent the singer, the bass player, and the drummer a list of songs. Said we're going to play these songs. Meet me, meet me at, because they're not getting paid. Uh, this is but, a charity but, event. But right? still, okay, Billy had to get up to go kill the dogs, but he's just got back. So this is a band. Imagine going to see a band, first time ever. Yeah, they ain't played together. But they're all professional musicians, so, right? Oh, okay, wait a minute. So you're telling me then that they learned all this shit piecemeal by themselves and then they just got well, they together probably, for the first show. I mean, if you know to, the song. They're, they're cover songs. They're yeah. cover songs. I know, but I guess to me, I'm kind of like, no, dude, you got to rehearse for like four years and get it really tight before no, you go you up don't. on stage. It's just like us the other night. I know. Yeah. That, no, I would not feel, unless I was on like, you know, Methamphetamine, heroin, saying, and if AIDS. Everybody knows the song. You get up and play the song. Well, yeah. I will say they killed everything. I thought they all did awesome. I was really impressed. And, and the fact that they hadn't rehearsed was really impressive. But the, the only time I heard them get off, um, they did Bark they, at the Moon. And, and they orgasmed? Fucking Tony was shredding the guitar solo. And the bass player went to a different key or something. It, it, he wasn't. It threw it. It threw it. Yeah. And I, you know what I did? I like shut off the half of my brain that was listening to the bass and focused back on the guitar. I was like, because he was. It's just a bass player, man. Right. It's just four strings, whatever. I but, got four. One, two, three, so, four. So they were cool. They were, they were enjoyable. <laughs> but next, uh, we got a 45 minute set from a founding member of Mother's Finest, the lead guitar player. Wait a minute. Now, let me, let me interrupt real quick. Is mm. that the. That's Mother's Finest. Okay, yes. fucking yeah. A. I knew. Yeah. I don't know what that song is, but I remember that. Give from, me a piece of the rock. I remember that yeah. from back in the day. Nice be, rock. Be, 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 be. Yeah, WKLS. Funky, anyway, continue. Funky, funky. All right, so this guy, Moses Mo, he's a founding member of uh, Mother's Finest, which was founded in 1970. Which heard, means dude's got to be in the 70s. I heard Mo, and I'm like burritos. Anyway, his, name, his actual name, I want to say, don't give is Gary Moore. Like the guitar player Gary Moore, not that Gary, but Moore. it's a different Gary Moore. Okay, but right. like the name, but yeah. not the dude. But he goes by Moses Mo, and uh, this was Moses Mo and the really cool band, right? What a name for a band! That's a great That's amazing. Name. Yeah, don't make it complicated, people. Just so you got you got this seventy uh, something year old Moses uh, Mo up there with his with the same guitar he's been playing since the seventies. Well, fucking a dude, Willie he's got a beard playing like guitar yours. forever. He's got the killer mullet. I bet his pubes look like mine. They sound like King's <laughs> X is is the best way I can describe them. Like musically, the majority of the music was very King's X ish, with a female vocalist singing the backup harmonies, and she was doing the tambourine and shit. And then, but the cool thing is, he's got. I think it's his son-in-law is in the band. And he's a rapper, and he's really good, like really good rapper. Yeah, 
Yeah, boy. I don't remember him saying that once, but. Um. <laughs> Dude, if he's a rapper, you know he said it. If he didn't say it, he implied it. You know what? Okay, possibly. Don't look up uh, Moses Moe and the really cool band. See if there's anything on the uh, tubes. Would because you, I know you, they're on Apple Music. Why don't you look it up, Russell? Yeah, well, because I don't have the. You know uh, what? I think yeah. if your tentacle horn was long enough, you could fucking do it. All right, Damone. Tentacle horn. <laughs> I think if it was long enough, you could reach over there and do it. <laughs> but uh, I was really impressed. And honestly, you know, we had to carry a fucking toy into this place. There's, well, what did you carry? Like a rotating dildo or no, like a double-ended? I mean, if it's toys for tots, dude. For they, children, son. Well, they're teaching that shit in school now, right? As I understand it, anyway, I watch the news occasionally and I see weird yeah. shit like that. So Yeah, that's Evie. Oh, that's my buddy, Chase. Yeah, they're fucking Oh, awesome. dude, his beard's braided. He's got braided beard. Doesn't that sound like a pirate's name? I just play a minute or something just to give a... This is totally it, not metal. It's not metal. It's funk, okay. but it's good. Leave it to Russell. Okay, now I just want to get high. Right. Hey, hey metal. Hey. That's Moses Moe singing. But then the other guy will come in rapping and shit. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, for free. And they didn't make a dime. They got up there and played 45 minutes oh, wow. for free. Well, they didn't make a dime that you know of. No, it's charity. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, it might have been cool. like, you know, hey, we'll, uh, we'll buy you some cocktails. But I'm telling you, after the first blankets. song, they the place got pretty busy. And by the second song, they had the whole place up front rocking out. I mean, it was just entertaining as shit. I, sure. I appreciate that. When you see something good, you know. Entertainment it, you know? is entertainment. You're right. Right. And then, uh, and then the last band, after those guys, this name, now, Probably one of the best rock band names ever. 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 The Impregnators. <laughs> <laughs> and these are killer names. Yeah. Man. These are all the guys from the like the best tribute bands in Atlanta. They're all lifelong musicians from Atlanta. They're all killer that musicians. name, though, The Impregnators? Yeah. That's genius, dude. Yeah. I love that's it. like ultimate. That's like. Uh, that's alpha male shit. But they did weird shit. They did very like music choices. Obscure 80s bands. Like deep cut style. Oh, wow. There must be other bands called the Impregnators because that's ain't them. That's uh, not the same. Was born in a burning ring of fire. Yeah. You don't think that's them? No, that's definitely not them. Right. Damn. There's anyway, beautiful. So I just thought I'd bring that up. It was, it was a good event and they raised 10 grand for Toys for Tots. That's in cash plus toys. So. That's a good deal. Yeah. They've been doing this yeah. for years. I mean, I, I know MG and I have gone for like the last 10 years. So it's a cool thing because it's get to be real. And I know we've already covered Christmas last week, but something about Christmas. That's the last time of real magic, especially when you're a kid. Cause Christmas, right. Christmas is literally the most magical fucking transcendental. Holy fucking shit time of year yeah as a child so it's kind of like if you feel oh, holy shit man is he gonna really fly over to my house and his reindeer's gonna shit on my roof right and he's gonna leave me all these fucking toys this is amazing 
It's That's amazing. not what Christmas is about, man. It's, it's about reindeer turds and gifts, man, and cookies. San- Look, Santa does a little meth, I think, to get through the night. That's sure. how he does it in sure. one night. One I mean, because yeah. you can't do it without drugs. It. Coffee, performance-enhancing drugs, dude. There's no. It's coffee. Maybe Zach Wilde's coffee, but there's Caffeine. no. I think he. The Mel Gibson Santa Claus was trying to take booze. He wanted to take brandy with him, and Miss Claus made him take hot chocolate. I think Santa's caffeine and cocaine and, and cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> caffeine and cocaine. Definitely cocaine. And probably uh, Santa might also be a chain smoker. It's very possible. Could but you be. know what? If he chain smokes for recreational purposes, I don't think there's a problem with it. Do you? So um, anyway. Oh uh, shit! Do we have a uh, uh, Billiam? Do we have any uh, voicemails? Shit! No shit. So no. Yes. Motherfucking. So this is last the last of the year. Okay, so we're going into this hard in the paint. Can we say that? Yeah, hard in the paint. Yeah, you just learned what that meant. God damn, it only took three and a half years. Way to go, Matt. Glad you picked up on it quick. That's why I went to readiness. Hold on. Fucking Napoleon. Oh, come on. He got yeah. it. He well, fucking nails it all the time. Simple. Fucking A. All right, so we got no voicemail. We got no shit to. Uh, and if y'all want to send us your shit, uh, you can email us at metalnerdery at gmail.com. Hit us up on the socials, on the IG or the FB. Oh, and by the way, since we last convened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a week ago. Wake. AKA 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right after we emptied our balls. Just to let you guys know. Yeah. Uh, this is Thursday, December 29th. Sounds 2022. Right. That sounds correct. All right, in two, two days from now, the number one Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> will Damn be it. will be playing Ohio State Buckeyes, number four, for uh, the finalist spot in the uh, college football playoffs. Just thought y'all wanted to know. After That's going to be a new segment called Russell's Regressions, where we talk about <laughs> sports shit on a metal podcast. Yeah. Hey, well, you know. I don't know. I was never that dude that could be in the middle that enjoyed sports and metal. I was like, nope, fuck sports, all metal. Yeah, I've always liked sports. I've I've always liked, liked, a lot of metal dudes like, like sports. Yeah. I'm not a fan of both. But you know what? If there's recreational drugs like alcohol hey. and or other actual better drugs available in whores and stuff, sports are fun. You know Nita Strauss plays a, a lot of the L.A. Rams She's games. not a whore. Don't talk. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not say that. I was just, I was, ho- I was standing up for her, man. I didn't say that. You I thought, sick I, th- fuck. I almost thought you were going to say it. That's why I had to stand up for her. But anyway, no, you were talking about sports, and what I was saying is, oh, yeah. Nita Strauss is a sports fan. She plays at like half of the Rams home games, at least at halftime. She plays some uh, guitar because that's oh, her yeah. team. Okay, in LA. can I, can I can I say a very unpopular, possibly please, very unpopular? Please opinion? don't. I love Goblin. It's Cock. that's not the one. Oh. I feel like women who really, really enjoy sports, and I'm sure there are women who really, really enjoy sports out there, and I'm not naysaying or shitaying on them or anything like that. I feel like like there's some kind of weird, nefarious component to it. I don't trust it. It's not right. It is right, Matthew. I don't. I can't. It is. I feel like there's some kind of weird little fucking. You're gonna like. Yeah. Get a little fucking nee, 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 nee. Uh, I just. I feel, think most of the time it just kind of happens because the guy is gonna watch it no matter what. Yeah. And gonna go. So to maybe it, they get so into it. Yeah. Or learn it and appreciate it. Or yeah. Yeah. or without being mis- misogynistic about it, they went to the college or they grew up in that town. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. You know, and yeah. maybe someone in their family not gonna. Maybe their mother. Got him into the team, you know. 
You know, uh, you just said something, Russell, that really sparked a memory with me. <laughs> I've only recently <laughs> developed my misogyny. Like, I can't believe I didn't, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't pick it up in my 20s. I'm like, fucking hey, dude, it took you almost to the half century mark to figure out. Dude, dude. I've been dragging mine around like a fucking curse I'm for just, years. I'm just learning how to use it. So I, I mean, try not do, to, do you, but it's just so natural. Do you have like a t- <laughs> tutorial or... No, I'm gonna write one though. Okay, getting to know. I'll help. I mean, I'll help you ghostwrite it. I can do. I can do the typing. You mean my pen? Uh, what, what I'm still it? new to it, man. It's like it's like it's like becoming a whore for the first time. It's like I want to go out and fuck everything with a pulse. It's like, well, just hold on, dial it back, bring in your standards a little bit, charge yeah. your rates accordingly. Same way with my misogyny. I don't want to go like overly full hate fuck, but I'm kind of like <laughs> let's just <laughs> just down a little, not full. <sighs> hey, fuck, but just a little. Just a little. I'm trying to be subtle about it, though. Well, that's good. At yeah. least you're making progress. A little subtlety. Not really. Not really. I feel like what I'm doing is I'm relearning everything my dad should have taught me after my balls dropped, but he didn't. Because mm. well, his balls were already complicated, and he had to deal with his own balls. And it's like, I can't, son, I can't teach you about your balls. That's a lot of balls. It's a journey unto yourself. There's so basically, something a fellow's got to tell himself. So basically, <laughs> I'm refathering my balls is what I'm saying right now. So I'm going through that, and it's kind of like my Gross. second puberty, bro. <laughs> anyway. There's a such thing as too much ball talk, and a fellow ought to fucking know it. There's no- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> He's not wrong. All right. So we can get right into the docket, right? Yeah. Do we have one? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah, we At got one. Point. And it's about that new band, right? From England. Yeah. No. You know what? From London. Bergamo. Birmingham. 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 You know what? You might even call this album. Don't do it. It's Black Sabbath's Black Album. Don't do it. Kind of. Is it? I don't know. They kind of got all uh, experimental. Well, think about it. Not even. Think about it. Relative to one through four. This one's got a lot more this different is, elements and new shit and orchestration. So it's their load. Is that what you mean by black It's not album? their load. This is their black album, I think. Or is it more? What it's, was? Well, hold on. It's not their most popular album. Yeah, I was about to say, this is not their pop it's album. It's different. It's their most. So volume it that, four. It fits in that category. Volume four would be the black album, right? You think? I thought volume four. What's the most like popular? Puppets. What's the most popular? Had the their most black hits. album then was got to be Paranoid. Yeah, that's okay, well, there you go. yeah. Okay, so we're talking about Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. That'd be Black Sabbath's Volume Five. If you're following along with numbers, v. it's a V. Yeah, and one I'm, of the coolest Sabbath covers ever. Yeah, actually, that's the first one that kind of that one scared me more than the first one, the first album. Well, it's got the six six six. It's got the skull guy with it's the thing. It's got the weird the, demon nymph whores on the bed. Oh yeah. fucking a! Billiam's got the vinyl right here in front of us. Nice. Dude's getting strangled by a snake, and that's not a euphemism for BBC being shoved down his face hole. He's about to get raped by that guy. Yeah, well, that's a fucking, that's a trans dude, I think. It's Looks a, like Marilyn Manson with like a shitty haircut. It kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's about to take a dong. Take a dong? <laughs> <laughs> Mark the time. That's yeah. fucking perfect. He's about to take a dong. <laughs> he is. Take a dong. <laughs> is that you a T-Rex song? It's just happened. It didn't want to. It just kind of happened. Dude, yeah. we could do that. We could like cover the T-Rex bang a gong, but we'll call take it a Take a Dong. Slow and stoner <laughs> style, right? Am I right? Uh, yeah, that is what we're talking about this day. Show to this camera. 
Or maybe not. You're kind of showing it the same. Oh, fucking A, dude. It was almost like you were showing the back cover to that one to the, the front. front of this one. Yeah. To the front. To the back. Back to the front. Yeah, you will do. No, you won't. Yeah, this was released in uh, November. Actually, I think it was early December or 1973. It was recorded during uh, my month of birth in September. September. 1973. Yep. I came screaming out the old uh, canal. While Black Sabbath was recording this. So, hey, I was probably some kind of influence on this, somewhat. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to (laughs) go. Let's let's go with what is fuck no for 5,000, Alex. Easy now. You all right? Did you cough your mic out of, did you cough it out of the hole? (laughs) I think it's okay. I've never done that. Here's a question. Where was Sabbath Bloody Sabbath for you guys on your chronology into Sabbath. The song itself is one of my favorite. But like when you got the tape or when oh, you first heard it. Way even. after, way after. Like later? Like in my late teens. Yeah. After I heard uh, Anthrax do it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So you went back later. You've heard my, my weird Ozzy Black Sabbath like chronological order. I mean, like, yeah. I thought Iron Man was Ozzy Osbourne song. Well, we all had that same kind of weird path. Like I started off yeah. at yeah, I went like volume four, then born again, then seventh star, and then went back to the first right. album that's and the a second up one. Way to go. Just but yeah, it, still find the path, it's, right? It's definitely the strangest. I understand it and I and I commend you for it. It's different, but I was all Ozzy. Yeah, I was all Ozzy until like Except live evil. The 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 Dio shit. Yeah. See, I didn't hear this till much later. So by this point I'd heard volume four which was right before this born again, which was way after this, which Ozzy's out. Dio's already passed. And then seven star, which was basically a solo album. That was never a solo album. So then I go back and I hear, so at this point I've heard paranoid volume four. I heard master reality from somebody else. The first one for somebody else. And of course I want to go purchase those well, myself. But then this one's one of the last ones I heard even before sabotage. What was the, um, what album was Anthrax's Sabbath Bloody Sabbath on? It was, was I'm it, the Man. It was the EP. I'm the Man EP. Yeah. Right. Attack of the Killer Beat. No, I'm the Man. No, it was I'm the Man yeah. EP. Yeah. Um, I heard that, and then somebody told me that was a Black Sabbath song. Oh, really? So yeah. that's that's oh, your point okay. of digging. That's where that started. Right. And then I was like, well, there's no way Sabbath's version's this good. And yeah, it was. <laughs> when I heard it, I was like, I did not know Ozzy could sing that fucking high. Yeah. Like, that was almost a little creepy. I think that that's the one thing that Sabbath always did good is they had enough creepiness in their music to make you be like, dude, they're a little, yeah. oh my God, seriously. I mean, like, you got to be a little careful listening to Sabbath because it's like, what the fuck are they going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, I never went full Sabbath until my later 10 years. Like, I was, um, you know, I was, after after my childhood and, you know, learning that Iron Man was a Black Sabbath song, not an Aussie song, and, and then hearing War Pigs and Paranoid. So it's settled then that Paranoid is their black album. I would say That's so. fair. Yeah. Right? It has to it's be. It's their it's, most popular album. It's their back in black if, album. If that's what you mean by black album. I don't know. I'm saying. What do you mean? It's their back in black album. Maybe What do you mean? Maybe it's Heaven and Hell. You think Heaven and Hell is their black album? I don't know. 
I don't know, man. When you listen to all these people in that Dio movie talk about heaven and hell being to them one of the most influential heavy metal albums ever made, it's, it's really. I mean, not to discount the Ozzy stuff at all, but when, with the and ASMR. when you watch the um, when you watch the progression of the Sabbath stuff, and then when they get to heaven and hell, and the attitude of everybody was like. There's no fucking way. You do not kick Ozzy Osbourne yeah. out of Black Sabbath and, yeah. and keep going. And then they show this guy. They have this, like, kind of dramatic thing that they, like a, a dramatic, uh, what do you call it, a reenactment or whatever. They show this guy in his fucking small house trailer or whatever with his girlfriend. <laughs> small house trailer. And they put the record on, and, you know. The, the first song starts and they're, and they're kind of listening to it. And then soon as Dio starts singing, like their eyes fucking light yeah. up and they start throwing shit and slamming, you know, like moshing yeah. around the room. And he added a different dimension to their sound, but Lita Ford, you know, Lita Ford, Eddie trunk, all these people are on there. You know, all, I can't remember everybody, but they're all like, yeah, that was their best album in their opinion. Right. You know, it's a fucking great album, but you know, it's a great, great uh, movie. Y'all got to watch it. Oh, I want to see it. Is it is it on the flicks? Or it's is on it the on goddamn the Showtime right now. But it, Showtime? it'll probably end up on the on the flicks. And, Dude, yeah. I canceled. I canceled my fucking cable like six years ago. So I haven't had. Yeah, I'm very in the dark with regard to TV and multimedia and stuff like that. When William, when you did up. you hear this relative to Sabotage? Because I know that's a favorite for you. Yeah, I think my favorite album probably is Sabotage. Yeah, that'll be next on the list. Now that we'll do this album. one. Yeah. But when did you hear this one in context? I mean, I can't remember which one I heard first. I have a feeling it was Sabotage first. Yes. Because this one is great. But I mean, looking at the song list, yeah, all, all the songs I like. Right? Yeah. But I, <clears throat> Sabotage to me is it's a different feel album. It's, it's a different yeah, feel. It's the it's heavier. That, yeah, it's you know? definitely heavier. It's and much it's, heavier. It's very more. It's more progressive too. I think. What sabotage? Yeah. 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 Sabotage was. This is like um, kind of the first heavy metal album. Yeah. In a way. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of like we just toured for four years. And Did we're, suitcases and we're full tired, of cocaine? Tired of shit yeah. And let's just let's just put something else out. It's well, gonna be a little we, different. And well, we've done the most metal shit we could possibly right. do over the first four albums. It's like <laughs> we're gonna relax. We're gonna be artistic, and we're gonna do yeah. some cool and, stuff that's outside the box. The song "Sabbath Bloody Sabbath" heavy as fuck, though. Talk about yeah. that as a killer opener. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even and Saber Cadaver is a great song. Yeah. I like ah, cyber yeah. cadaver. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people cover "Killing Yourself to Live" is probably one yeah. of my favorite Black Sabbath songs ever. Yeah. Smoke it. Yeah. So was uh, the Hammond. Oh, he's very into it. Oh, that's a great song, man. I think we need to get into some music. I love here. the guitar. Yeah, let's get some music. I'm boring myself to death. Really? Is that possible? I've done it before. I mean, I've tried jerking off in front of a mirror. It doesn't bore me that much. No, not like that to no, death. I, I've had to have the fucking shot. To, you know, the Nikki Six bring you back to life shot. I bored myself so much. <laughs> Take heroin first. <laughs> <laughs> Black Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> the 
he's playing synthesizers. He's talented. We definitely got to get up to the point with the heavy ass chords. Yeah. You got to hear that. Uh, skip to the. Oh, wait a minute. The next line there. Right here. like a very specific change in the whole tone yeah. of the song like it suddenly goes into like craggy scraggy looking heavy woods metal. and evil it's heavy metal man it's great isn't it yeah it's great. it is great yeah it's great, it is great. <clears throat> that is fucking wonderful such goodness yeah you know the next one I, the next one's a grower for me every time i listen to it i like it more i like it his voice just gets higher and higher. And higher. Yeah, which That's is crazy. so weird. From yeah. the first album, yeah. his voice got higher, which is usually the reverse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's where called Relaxes, Russell. Robert Plant, you know, kind of. Well, Robert Plant's first couple albums, he went higher on the third, but then kind of started going down as he got older. But yeah. Do it, do it, do it. But he can still. Do it, 
Push. Yeah. Push. 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 <laughs> Do you know that uh, I think Jim, comedian Jim Norton, I believe he opens every one of his shows with an national acrobat. Really? Yeah. Nice. That's pretty key. Which is kind of, I mean, that's it's pretty, pretty badass. It's like. Yeah. Jim Norton, was he, who's that? He's done the, the Opie and Anthony stuff. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. You'd know him if you saw him. He kind of looks like. He's got a deep, deep ass voice, too. Well, he's, he's actually kind of got a sort of a weird kind of voice, but he's been on the radio and stuff. So it's like, okay, he oh, looks no. sort of. No, you're thinking of uh, Florentine. Yeah. Florentine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jim Florentine's kind of. He was totally on the classic kind of voice. Yeah. Florentine. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Florentine is kind of like the, the John Wayne of like heavy metal comedians. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, I like that whole crew. Just got layers, man. Every yeah. time, every time I hear it, it's like I hear something brand new. Well, this is this is the epitome of stoner metal, right? Here. The riff, yeah. the drum beat, everything. Yeah, a little bit more fuzz and it's Jim Florentine yeah. on Metal Notary. I'm just, I'm just joking. The harmonies make it heavy for me, right? Yes. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Well, they did medley of this and Sabacadabra. Yeah. And it's badass, too. Yeah, it is good. It's the garage loads. Yeah. The garage loads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they do Merciful Fate. Yes. Never was conceived. Through. 
Man, that that song just it's like bone every time. Like every it's time there's new That's that's like a woman who never gets unattractive where it's like every time you find something new that's like, holy shit, I love you all over again. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good it, one. It, it's got it's got layers. Now I don't like know. Like an about, onion? Nah, uh, kinda. Or like uh Parfait. Sorry, like like a very fancy uh, psilocybin dip. If you were to have like psilocybin French onion dip at the party with like you know crispy and like some cheese and some like sour it. cream, oh. and <sighs> all those things are great. Crispy sour cheese cream? and sour cream. Sour cream. Those great. are two fucking words that should never go together, dude. That's may- disgusting. Mayo and nays are two words that should never go together. <laughs> that but you like sour cream. I fucking love sour cream. You like blue cheese? I like blue cheese. Yeah, of course you do. Gross. But you don't like mayo. Okay. All right. I, I love the helmet. I love the helmet, but I hate the mayo. But what, do you, what do you really love? What do you really love? What do you really I love? love God. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. And now, speaking of which, it's uh, it's the fluffer portion of the show. Oh, I got to take a fluff. Russell's got to go have uh, projectile diarrhea outside. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I put those uh, garbage bags on my feet, man, to make sure I don't get any on me. I always like the acoustic interlude stuff. Yeah, interlude as you said. Yeah, call it. well, the Sabbath interlude stuff, I mean, it's just... It's like, oh, my God, Tony's so, he's so sensitive. He plays... Those are heartfelt guitar parts, Bill. You listen to that. Like Tony Iommi for World Peace, kind of. Makes me happy. Hold on, there's more. There's piano. It's so pretty, isn't it? That's got a lot of texture to it. Yeah. Four minutes of that. It's, well... You know, now let's be fair. Back no. in the seventies, there was relaxer. Uh, of course, yeah. And, when yeah. I was a young lad, yes, this was definitely a skipper. You know, did you, you get the appreciation over time, though? Of course. Now yes. that you're older, it's like yeah. that's like fucking relaxation ASMR. Yeah, it's big like, time. Yeah, big time. Yeah. But when you're when you're a youngster, yeah, like you want to hear the music. I appreciated it though. Loud and aggressive as a guitar player because i so respected tony i'm sure that was still one that i wanted to know how to play sure yeah because all the acoustic shit he did was always like kind of i mean fuck it thrash did it all through the 80s and thrash you had like acoustic interlude acoustic killer intro shit and it's like okay i gotta know how to play that it's very guitar driven so of course it's gonna be that so i mean as as a singer it's kind of like okay this is where i go backstage even before i was this even before I was a screamer, it was the same. I, you know, you just didn't appreciate it the same, right? Okay, fair right. enough. And right. I can because it was that. a little slower, a little lighter. I just, you know, I would, I would hit the old fast forward. The the one beautiful thing though about Sabbath, kind of like how Exodus has mastered the art of the killer opener. Sabbath has mastered the art of having like an acoustic interlude thing on the front end and then having something that comes and smacks you right in the scrot right after. Right. Which, I mean, let's be honest. Track four. Sabra. Yes. Cadabra. 
Gaspar. See Rick Waitman from uh, Yes, really? aka Early Progressive Metal. tangential to the killer opener on side dose mm-hmm. note on the wiki here that killing yourself to live was a butler composition written while he was in hospital for kidney problems caused by heavy drinking mm. how much you got to drink to have those kind of problems i'll let you know in just a bit uh, okay there russell <laughs> it's an honest answer you know your moog pretty much dominated synthesizers and keyboards and shit in the 70s oh yeah Rowan and Moog. Quite interesting. Doesn't it sound like a giant? I think I think women should call their vaginas that the Moog. Moog. Oh boy. Think about it. I mean, it's got lots of options and there's plugins, I guess, that work with it. And is that related? Just I'm making up shit, Russell. <laughs> you're like you're like, shut up, Matt. Just shut up. Don't ever talk again in life. Just no, shut up. I just thought it would be cool if we actually had female listeners at some point. <laughs> We might do, but very, very few. There might be some that love this shit, dude. You never know. It could be. I mean, usually most women don't laugh when I tell jokes, so (laughs) probably don't like it. (laughs) I'm guessing they may not. I mean, they might. They might. I don't know. I I don't understand how they work. Sometimes it seems like they're mad at you and they want to fuck you. 
Oh. I don't get that at all. That's just, isn't that weird? All right, have a drink on me. This song is so awesome. I am killing myself to live. Y'all should stop doing that, though. I remember being in a bar one time and hearing this song, and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Out of all the songs in the world. Yeah, this one. They're playing this yeah. one. Did yeah, the flange make awesome. it creepy for you, though? Flange, to me, oh, yeah. made it creepy yeah. a little bit. It was at the, what's that burger joint? Fucking uh, Five Points. Vortex? Yeah. Uh, See, creepy flange. They played like a fucking reggae song. Loud as shit. Then all of a sudden they played this. I was just like, yes! <laughs> yes! That's our old uh, tremolo. Yeah. Sound. It does but make it kind of creepy, though, doesn't it? Yeah. That pop, 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 pop. yeah. You're right. Vibrato. Vibrato. It does add to the creepy, though. Yeah. Damn. Hit that note. Hit that note, Ozzy. Hold on, double solo. That will be Iommi. I always liked when he did that. He's the master of that shit. And they work. And they do work. Every time. They all go together. But we gotta hear the next part. We gotta hear the next part. Yeah. The most important part of the song. Yeah. Go this part. Smoke it. Smoke it. I love that part. It's my favorite part ever. Ever. So that's Ozzy on the keyboards on this one. Five and six, yeah. You know what the next part is, right? Come on, come on. Fast part. 
Sound production too. Oh yeah. Kind of like the Black Album. Yeah. Good. Even a thing. It's a pick scratch. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. A what? Pick scratch down the strings. Take really? the pick and just it's, go. It almost sounds like he's like smoking a bowl, like <gasps> like a water bong. Should we hear that? It is to replay. Yeah, I guess we can. Yeah. I never thought about. It. Oh, gazuti gazuti. Double. Let's try that. I never thought about it. Let's listen, Russell. Probably right, but that's what I thought. That's for the next one. Yeah. No, is it? Right there. I think it's. That's. It's I like think some, it's, I think it's both. birds like flying by. No, no. It's, uh, <laughs> I think it's, it's pick on the high strings. I think it's both. I think he's doing like a pick slide, and it's like a fucking bong. It's it's bowl. up at the top on the high strings. Well, it sounds like it sounds like a guitar, like a pick slide, but it also or pick. What did we say before? Pick something. Scrape. But it almost yeah, pick scrape. But it almost sounds like could just a bong be a, too. It sounds like both. No, that was guitar. That was guitar. Okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure. You know what, man? The guitar could have taken a bong hit, dude. It's That's the beginning of a new level. Fucking new level. It's the same fucking sound. That oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it all makes sense, don't it? Yeah. yeah. You got it. Sometimes you have to go back in the memory. All right, so now. Who are you? We're getting to the <laughs> point. Oh, we got to do it. <laughs> Error. 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 There we go. Now we're getting to the point where Black Sabbath <laughs> went all Pink Floyd. <laughs> Bunch of. So we can't call it Black Floyd, so what, Pink Sabbath? Is that cool? <laughs> no, they're Pink nothing cool. alike. Nothing but didn't alike. it kind of freak you out a little bit when you heard keyboards? That almost kind of made it creepier, like knowing how Sabbath already is, and it's like, fucking hey, dude, you got keyboards? Well, they had some That's organ weird. before. I, didn't they? Part <laughs> time. <laughs> they have a organ. In the name of hell, who are you? Tron. Whoa, to you. It's Tron metal, bro. Good timing, son. <laughs> nice. Yes, I know the secret that's within your mind. You think all the people worship you are blind. You're just Thank you. 
so the keyboards didn't freak y'all out and weren't like weirded out by yeah, like it. Like I said, by the time I heard this album, that was way, you know. I, ca- I kind of thought like like Satan was actually playing background keyboards. Oh, probably. Like, yeah. Like I, didn't, I had no idea the big guy was a Maybe fucking Lucifer. prog guy. I didn't know, you know. Been Lucifer. I always felt like JC was more like a shredder, but then I felt like Lucifer was like a fucking prog guy. It's like his keyboard solos just went on for fucking ever. That's, that's my that's my vision of heaven and hell, bro. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's the way it works. Well, that would be hell if a prog keyboard player went on forever and ever. <laughs> right. Keyboard player, yeah. 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 Well, depending. Yeah. You know, I used to be so anti-keyboard, like back in, the, in our utes. Yeah. Why? Know. I don't know. Pussy instrument? Well, that's what we were told, or that's what we thought for some reason, right? Well, yeah, it's like a lot of because a lot of that was being used in like and the glam shit, right? So you know, home sweet home and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, keyboards, uh, they're a bunch of douches, you know. But then, yeah, no, it works. It works in the right songs. And uh, well, if you're musically gifted, it does. I'm playing in a band with a keyboard player, and I'm having more fun playing with a keyboard player than ever. Or side trip ASMR. What? If nothing, the nothing. If it can sound creepy like that, yeah. Then I like well, it. It's just yeah. cool. It's a cool instrument, and if he can yeah. play piano, if it's cool. not all happy yeah. and, and yeah, whatnot, <laughs> yeah. happy. Yeah, I don't like, my Black Sabbath happy. It's like the organs of the of the seventies. Yeah, you know, rock. Right was good I and it was good in like black yeah. crows and stuff like yeah. that yeah like, it, it's got to match um, the music the doors right well stuff. they didn't even have a bass player right so all the bass you heard yeah. was a fucking oh shit yeah, i just thought about keyboard. something yeah if i fuck for charity am i an organ donor <laughs> <laughs> i mean seriously i wonder <laughs> <laughs> if you fuck for charity it's your charity bro <laughs> Just like me, just like just me. donating one. I get a charitable bang occasionally. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever. I've probably had some, and I didn't realize I had them. Well, I'm yeah. like that with a lot of shit in life. Doesn't it's like matter. Stuff happens. I'm like, I didn't right. even. Know. Doesn't matter if it's charitable or not. Hey. Well, I'm trying to realize that you know when, when the option's there, take it. Right. See. Keep looking for today. All right. Just looking for. This is the happy Sabbath. No, dude, it's got tambourines, so it's industrial. Oh, good call. Oh, fuck, there's a flute solo in this. Oh, we got, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jethro Tull? Uh, no, fucking P- Tony. No. He's the flute master. Master flautist. That's right. He plays every fucking instrument. Listen. Yeah. He's a blessing. That man. But why did they do that? Because it's fucking metal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> because the Ant Whistle? Ant Whistle didn't play flute, did he? I thought he did. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder whose idea it was to Let's throw some fucking flute in this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Textures. The Beatles probably. Why 
mean, is it's 1973, and like the pop stars back then. Were, that was 75. That oh, was 73. Oh man, yeah. They put Same like years. House of the Holy. Nine albums in. Fucking yeah. Two A couple years. Of years. <laughs> yeah. All right. So okay, not my favorite song now. Okay, so the last one. I gotta say something about it. Say it. It. Okay, I don't know if y'all remember back in like late seventies, early eighties, watching TV and stuff. Well, we had three fucking channels. Okay, there was a commercial on TV, and it was for an organization called Care C A R E. Okay, I'm sure you'd remember it as a kid if you think back to watching TV as a kid. But it was like a nonprofit. They they uh-huh. help I remember. people and impoverished people. Oh, fuck. There was a period. Don't fuck this up. That's there was a shoulder. period where they played the beginning of Spiral Architect every fucking time as part of the theme music for that. For the care organization. For care. Yeah. And I've tried to find it on fucking YouTube. I've tried to look it up to see it. Well, I know it's it out there up. somewhere. I don't yep. know how to fucking look it, it up. It was an acid trip. No, the fuck it wasn't, dude. I, it was, I <laughs> it was a was. kid. I hadn't even done drugs yet. I was yeah. still innocent. No, and, but you did and drugs smart. after, and you're trying to remember something. I should have. <laughs> but I remember, I swear to God, I remember that because when I first fucking heard Spiral Architect on this album right here on the yeah. cassette, I immediately thought about that care commercial. Immediately. I was like, holy shit, that's it. I, it, dude, you know they're never going to say if they fucking ever worked with Black Sabbath or had Black Sabbath as our sponsor music. No. It, this old. was before .com, dude. This was before computers. This is back when everybody used fucking abacuses and shit. shit like yeah. that. I know what he's talking about. I remember seeing it, but it I didn't realize on. it was a Black Sabbath song. It was, it was that intro to Spiral Architect. Because it always just kind of haunted me, and I was like, that was such a fucking cool thing. What is that? And then when I fucking heard the album, I was like, holy shit, I remember that commercial. It's from, like, seriously, I was like five years old. Yeah, okay, so you at least acknowledged that. I know you what remember. you're talking okay. about, but okay. I don't. I didn't know it was a Black Sabbath song. It, it, it was that, because when I heard it, I was mesmerized. Completely fucking mesmerized. I mean, I also remember oh. picture pages and... Black Sabbath did not do picture pages. I can tell you that for sure. But I know goddamn well. I remember the Great Space Coaster. Yes. Gary Gnu. No Gnu's. It's good Gnu's. Best acoustic intro ever. I do kind of wonder if that organization is still around in some fashion. So kind of a little bit fucked you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, when did that come out? Though? After. It was about 75.
Hawaii singing in that background. Yeah. Way up to the Cartman do that, right? That's awesome. You guys. Oh, man. I didn't realize why you said you guys, but the, yes. but Dennis D. Young says, you fellas, or something like that in that song, and I never heard it until oh, so just recently. Huh? Yeah. And then I heard Cartman go, you guys. Is that fucking A, man. Hey, was, we made it that through That was it. fun going through that. That was good. Well, now, good. now I'm excited because I'm really looking forward to Sabotage because I, mean, I love this one. But. Is this a real dick thing to say? But you could basically take Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, Sabbath, Cadabra, and Killing Yourself to Live and put those on Sabotage and make it one of the best fucking heavy metal albums ever. <laughs> right. I mean, you're not wrong. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like this album and everything's good, but those three songs yeah. are fucking really good. Yeah. And the rest of the album's kind of me, you know, in well, my they, opinion. They, so it's kind of almost like Sabbath's building perfect loads in a way. In a way. Well, no, I don't know if any of the loads had songs that good on it, but as those three but same songs. same concept in practice, I guess. In yeah. terms of thinking yeah. about it, maybe we need to uh, build a perfect load here soon. Tracking tracking changes? Would you change anything? I would uh, almost I would almost bump fluff to track four on side A. I would take leave it. I would take um, killing yourself to live and put that at song number two, and I would take. Sabra Cadabra and make that song number three, and then I probably just X the rest of the um. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I know that's a shitty thing to say. It's it's not. It's all good. It's just those three to me stand out so much further than yeah. anything else. They do, but I yeah. think as a package, like yeah. the time, it's good. Yeah, it's hard to have as a package for any band out there recording an album to have those have three great songs like that it's hard to fucking do a lot of albums only have one real good hit or yeah. you know so. well and, and let's also be ultra fair because at this point they'd already done four amazingly crushingly destroyingly heavy albums and they're heavily into they're drugs fucking they're yeah. heavily way yeah. into drugs right. and they're fucking world famous at this point so it's yeah. kind of like they're hotel to hotel right, let's go into the studio and be like the beatles and yeah yeah. And that's what they fucking did. And then, you know, snorting suitcases full of Coke and a lot of cocaine. What was the. Like, you need to have like a bulba tea straw for the amount of cocaine that they were snorting. <laughs> Which album was it we read that they spent more on cocaine than Volume they did four. <laughs> making the record? Yeah. Well, they were going to call the album Cocaine. Yeah. And they were going to call it Cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine. I mean, it's like we called our episodes The Chronicles. We could have just called it, well,. No, we could have called it mushrooms if we each did a heroic dose and still managed to pull yeah, off. We're gonna have to hire show. a producer to do that. Yeah, we yeah. can do it, dude. I want to get a. I think Bob Rock should do it. I think he could crush it. Or Ruben, we'll get Ruben to do it. They may be what, a little expensive. Here's what we'll do: we'll talk to Rogan because we're like right behind him. So it's like, hey man, can we get like a loan? Get like Rick or, Rick or his Ruben producer in? Jamie to come in. And, yeah, yeah. No, I want to get Rick Ruben because that dude is Slayer, Metallica, and the Beastie Boys. Get that dude to come in because we got like the same beard, so like he can come in and fucking y'all can talk be about beards. That'll be that'll be fuck fun. yeah, dude. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if his. Uh, Okay. Downstairs. Like <laughs> you know where that was going. Probably. All right. <laughs> All right. Russ got to pee. Fucking hell. We got so, through uh, uh, 
So, um, uh, another great year with the metal Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Happy New Year's to all you uh, folks out there listening. The ones who actually take the time of your day to let us into your life. We appreciate you. Let us inside you. Yeah, we appreciate you oh, letting yeah. us inside. Thank you for letting us penetrate your ear holes. Yeah. Coming at that ear hole right now, baby. <laughs> I don't know you if that's doing? how you do it. But. Yeah, you do one. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you suck face. I mean, that's uh, the way it works. Anyway. Hey, 2022 did not suck as bad as 2021. How about that? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> we have that. We Fair have that. enough. It wasn't great. But, no, it definitely wasn't. But there was some good music. and um, it's great yeah. music. Yeah. And with you guys, camaraderie, yeah. if you will. So. Yeah. A lot of good episodes, I thought. Yeah, indeed. I can't remember one of them, but that's because I drink too much. Next year is going to be more offensiver, more off-puttinger, more. Oh, we got to change. Irresponsible. One thing I was thinking about whenever I hear the intro, yeah, and the I'm warning. Doing, I'm doing the warning. Yeah, I shouldn't say show. I should say this podcast. Right? Am I right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm saying well, this show. It doesn't matter. Is it a show? Though? You can fix is this. A show? It's kind of a show. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well. If y'all are good with it, I'm good with it. Yeah, I'll, just, no. yeah. I'll tell you what, dude. If you it could works. have snorted those three Charles Sheen lines that were perfectly parallel in the sky yesterday by the Blue Angels, you'd see a show. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. Why don't you bottle that up and bring it on over? Yeah, I yeah. will. All right, cool. All right, 2023 is starting out with piss and vinegar. So yes, on sir. that note, we're going to go piss and uh, douche Drink our some assholes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or, or vinegar. Anyway, uh, Billiam gets the last word. He does. He's always got the last word. He's a producer. <laughs> Just say Happy New Year, fuckers. Yeah. yeah. Happy New Year, fuckers. Happy New Year, fuckers. Bye. Wait, Russell, other last word. Oh, sorry. Uh, Bobbles. Last word. Ball sack. Hello, everyone. This is frickin' Dr. Eviler coming at you live from the Metal Nerdery 33rd Floor Inverted Underground Bunker Poon Studio gift shop. If you're unable to get down to the depths of the bowels of the Bunker Poon Studios, you may go check out metalnerdery.com slash merch and make a perch of some merch. Dr. Evil out. Man, didn't touch my dick once. Gonna be sexy in a two pecker tomcat. He pulls it out, he pulls it out, and it all fits in. Dude, I've, I've showed you my pubes, right? And she definitely used teeth when she gave head. Let's hope this one doesn't come everywhere like the last one did. Hey, he's about to take a dong. I love the helmet, but I hate the mayo. Well, they had some organ before, and I'm having more fun playing with a keyboard player than ever. Era. 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 Let us inside you. Thank you for letting us penetrate your ear holes.